Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The campaign is Our Ladies of Sorrow. It was written by Kevin Ross, and our game master is Alex Sun. And this is episode 14. Our recap will be given by Holly Buto as her character, June Bear. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Holly? Thanks, Tom. I've always considered myself a gentle person. I think that typically goes hand in hand with someone who deals with five-year-olds all day long. I nurture, encourage, even coddle sometimes. That's always been my way. But now, I have blood on my hands. I'm responsible for ending someone's life or something. I don't even know anymore. The limits that I've been pushed to in these last few months have given me a crisis of conscience. Yesterday, Andy received a call from Richard Ahern, the paranormal author revered by Frank and Kurt. He was furious, accusing Andy of pulling a sick prank. A woman, soaking wet with hair in her face, accosted him, demanding to know where her children were, and then threatened Ahern's children specifically by name and demanded that he tell Andy she wants to see him. All of this occurred in a small town in Illinois, where Ahern is currently investigating the appearance of a woman called La Llorona. It sounds like we've been drawn being sounds like we're being drawn in once again to face the last sister, Mater Lacrimarum, Mother of Tears. All of the rain and flooding that Ahern reports in this town makes sense. It's surely a trap, but we can't let someone else fight our fight. We were requested by name after all. Still, we didn't go into this trap with our eyes closed. We did some research to learn more of La Llorona, the vengeful woman from Mexican folklore that searches for her dead children. Children she killed. She's known to lure men to their deaths, blaming them for her loss. She seems to mostly plague industrial or blue-collar cities, which matches the description of Baleford, Illinois, a very small town primarily employing folks in a meatpacking plant. Belford also has a long history of child disappearances and murders, horrifying acts of violence against our most vulnerable population. It makes me sick. Three bodies have recently turned up in the floodwaters. I desperately hope we can prevent them from re prevent more from occurring, and that she doesn't follow us back to Boston. I fear for us all right now. Mater Lacrimarum attacked us in our hotel tonight. She nearly killed Andy and severely injured Rooster and Nathaniel. We've never encountered this level of violence before. I shot her. She just turned into water, went down the drain. How do you fight that? If it were a mortal person, I would have killed her. I've never even held a gun before today. I've always considered myself a gentle person, but what can you do when those you care about the most are in danger? Thank you, Holly. It is October 5th, Monday night at the Seven Hawks Resort in Baleford, Illinois. Holes have been smashed into the walls of Andy's bathroom. A bent bath towel rack lies next to a toothbrush that is soaking up blood on the checkerboard tile floor. The shower curtain looks like a deflated balloon. A trail of blood leads outside of the bathroom into the bedroom proper. There is no more rain outside. What are you all doing? We've got to tell the police when they get here that some crazy woman attacked us. 
I think I already called 911 on the phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to do first aid on Andy if I can. Right. Andy's bleeding from the head. Give me a first aid roll. That is a hard success. Then that is one health. HP. Can't remember if I'm bleeding. I think I'm bleeding too, aren't I? I got throttled. Yes. Yeah, you both and, and Nathaniel too. You guys took a good amount of damage. And you're you're bandaging up Andy's head, preventing the blood from dripping down his neck, where you can see these hand marks that have gone purple on his throat. Rooster, you're getting first aid done on you. Get my first. I'll do my first aid myself. It's just bandages. Okay. Yeah, your your fists, your knuckles, they are bloodied. Yeah. You bandage those up. It's a one yeah. hit point. Don't clean anything up. Leave it the way it is so the police can see it. I think I think we need to get all of you to the hospital. I, like now. The police can come and get a report later or something, but I like Andy looks terrible. <laughs> yeah, that would well, that would be great. That would uh, be you, awesome. I'm sure they'll bring up you said nine one one, they're gonna bring up an ambulance though, so yeah. Um, so. Give me the gun. Let me get my prints all over it. So, and I'll just say I, I shot. Is there glass? She, uh, the lady broke in right through the window. Yeah. Is the glass? Is there glass on the inside here, corroborating it? Like someone came no, in. No, she broke in through the door. Then. Yeah, she broke into the door. Remember, I had to I kick in the door. So. Andy just saw her in the mirror and then she was there yeah that's how the recollection went wait we, were you we, doing we something broke, with water? we broke into the hotel room yeah, yeah. we broke into to the save hotel Andy, room. but we're the saying was that, that, that the crazy that, woman broke that the crazy lady oh i understand the hotel room. well but what i recall is i was brushing my teeth and then there was a trail of hair coming out from my mouth but the same thing that happened to you rooster and then i saw her in the mirror and I looked back, and there she was. Was the water running in the sink? Yes. Because I'm thinking maybe that's what she needs. Water. The rain, water. the water. Well, at least flowing water, maybe. Is it still Obviously, raining there's outside? water in the toilet. No. No. Oh, okay. It was downpouring when yeah. she appeared. And as a matter of fact, Andy, that hair is still on the sink. Wait, 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 there's the hair. The, uh, it's right here. And <laughs> he just good. Give it to the police and tell them that you ripped it out of her head when she attacked. And not tell them that it just came out of my mouth. Right. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. Yeah. yeah. At the very least, it's going to be a mystery to them as they won't ever be able to solve. But it what well, doesn't look like we were killing each other or anything like that. If anything, the police can't deny these marks. Do you see these? Like her hands were around my neck. Yeah. And if, if for some weird reason they arrest that poor lady on the street that we saw, we'll just say that that wasn't her. She doesn't right. look like that at all. It's the gun was shot twice. I'm surprised the police are not banging down our door at this point. Yeah. Oh, you hear sirens in the distance. Now, I'd like to know if you're going to do anything else before you they they arrive. I will. Uh... I'll go out onto the. Are we on the second floor? Third. Yes. Yeah. Third. I'll go out. We're on the third. I'll go out onto the balcony 
mm-hmm. so that they can see me. Yep, you can. It overlooks uh, the majority of the resort. You can see the golf courses as well as some of the other stores, and you do see those red and blue flashing lights of the police car. There is an ambulance in tow behind them, and they are pulling up. What are you all doing? Up here. Okay. I think I'll I'm trying under- my best to uh, stop shaking. Yeah, Ahern's also freaked out. Um, I think what, I'm just... What, what, what do we tell them? Do we, do we want to keep up? We were attacked. When we were attacked, that's what we tell them. It's it's the truth. I mean... We were attacked we... by a woman. Um, and then she she escaped, happened. right? I mean, both of those things are, are true. Nathaniel, grab some of that hair. Don't let them have it all. Sure, Let's sure. keep it. There's only case. one strand, I think, right? Uh, there was a lot of hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, okay. yeah I'll, I'll keep some. And listen, the story is, Andy, you came back to your room, and you were getting ready to go to bed, and you, there was a woman in your room, and she attacked you. No, she broke through the door, because the door's broken. Right. Okay. So, uh, yes, a woman broke in as you were getting ready for bed, and uh, we heard the racket, and we found her attacking you. We tried to help. She attacked several of us, and she got away before we could stop her. And Ahern, yeah. you you invited us because we have interests the same interests. Yeah, yes, yes. Your 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 fellow paranormal investigators. All right. So here they come. They're you can hear the them. Stairs. Walk up the stairs. They reach the room. You can see a sheriff's deputy. He has messy hair. He's got a cowlick that won't come down. He looks like he's uh, had a long day. And he is flanked by two other plainclothes officers. You says, get a, uh, an ambulance? An ambulance. Yes, we have an ambulance outside. Right. Is anyone hurt? Is anyone yes, hurt? seriously. Uh, <laughs> right here, officer. <laughs> um, right. It took quite we'll, a have the, we'll have the paramedics uh, escort you to the ambulance if you can walk. Uh, but They'll do the assessment. Now, for... Uh, and then he starts to go through, like, just the procedure. Like, what happened? So what are you telling him? He gets out his notepad. Uh, and before that, he introduces himself as uh, Deputy Margiles. Officer Margiles, um, uh, we don't exactly know how it started, but some crazy woman smashed through the door to Andy's apartment. We heard it and came mm-hmm. running, and she damn near killed us. I carry a gun. I have a license for it. Okay. Um, and I didn't intend to, you know, hurt anyone, but I shot. I don't think I hit her, but she ran back out the door and left. And we're all... she smashed poor Andy's head into the toilet and Can you describe this me. woman for me? Older woman uh, dressed in what? Black? It all happened so fast. It black hair. Look, we have some hair. Over we here. have some of her hair because his eyes like light up. And Give me a psychology roll. Everyone just rooster? Anyone who's interacting with Sheriff. Uh, I got it exactly. Stephanie. Just a regular role, but I got it. Uh, it looks oh, like he's definitely uh, interested in 
and his mind's probably going to the paranormal events that have happened recently, like La Llorona, and you're you're describing La Llorona. Oh well, we are paranormal investigators. We we've heard of the the stuff going on in your town. So you're saying you were attacked by a ghost? No, you said that. I oh, I said look, we were attacked look, by a crazy look, woman. Look at his look at his neck. And he look looks at, at Andy's. Neck. They, they they strap you to uh you know a gurney thing to to bring you out, Andy. And he he looks at your your throat marks, and you're like the this woman did this. I uh, as officer, uh, this woman uh held me up against one, strangled me. I tried to get out of her grip, but it was very tight. Jesus. I suppose and, she could have been a dude in a mask, but she was pretty damn strong. I'm pretty or, damn strong. Or on, a, or on amphetamines or something. PCP. I mean, it had to be yeah. drugs. It had to be drugs. Hmm. All right. Well, just sit tight. Let me um, examine the rest of the crime scene, and we'll get you to the hospital. He takes all of your statements and give me a persuasion or a fast talk with a bonus die. Anyone, as you collaborate. Well, I can pass charm, Probably but I can't pass. Oh, charm! I've got, I've got, I've got persuade, pretty good. Okay. In with the bonus die. Oh, I, I would have passed success yeah. with the yeah. bonus die. You can all yeah, roll nineteen to be hard success. Yeah. I okay. got a I got an extreme success on my charm. So your your stories check out and you have an alibi but and there is no body unfortunately. So you basically say, Oh, she escaped. She did. But she and, might be injured, we don't know. Right. The deputy, he looks a little unnerved at the this gruesome scene of the crime. And you might have to and he says to you you might you might have to get another room tonight this is an active crime scene now sure i'm sure the administration will accommodate us i am i imagine the administration would already be here yeah they're, they're there <laughs> yeah. they're just getting out of the police uh police officer's way so now that the police have deemed that there is no foul play so far the administration is going to give you another room. Yeah. We need to run to the drugstore and get plugs for the toilet. <laughs> That's literally what I was thinking. Yeah. Or just towels. You stuff them up the faucet. Okay. So who's heading with Andy to the hospital? I'm thinking think at this point, Andy just knocked out. <laughs> Like he's lost so much. June, June should go. Yeah, I'll go with. Okay, fantastic. So, June is traveling with Andy to the general hospital. The rest of you, Everett, Nathaniel, Rooster, and Ahern, are going to just head back into their rooms then. Yeah, I think. No, we I, all I, I, stay I, I don't think we room. should have. Yeah, we're going to stick together. Forget the separate rooms bullshit. We're, we're staying together. Okay, you can uh, stay together. Are you staying with Ahern? Actually, you're already staying with Ahern. You, you're cheap. You only got one room. Yeah. For the I think, uh, 
We could ask the folks that run this place to get us like a larger suite that we can all stay together. I'm sure they don't understand us being under. Yeah, they, they can accommodate you. So, yeah, you have a larger suite that is all together. I am going to get on the internet and what time is it? Uh, it's about like early, 11.30, early. midnight. Okay, it's midnight. I'm going to get on the internet and see if I can find... How do you beat La Llorona? Okay. In any legend that... Yeah, why don't you give me a library useful? 45 is... Exact, 45. So just okay. Yeah, you get some folklore information, so this is what you find. Let's see. So, guys, here's... I'm looking up this stuff on La Llorona. La Llorona. Uh, La Llorona was originally a proud, beautiful woman who lived in Mexico many hundreds of years ago. No one remembers her name, but she fell in love with a rich and powerful man, and by him she bore two children, a son and a daughter. But the man would not marry her, despite uh, her having his children and her loving him deeply. Typical. This man began to see another woman younger and more beautiful than the mother of his children. So the, the spurned woman, terribly angry, took her children to the river uh, that ran beside their village, and she drowned her son and daughter in the river and let the current take their bodies away. The woman went back to the village, mad from what she had done, and they tried her and found her guilty and sentenced her to death. They hanged her and threw her body in the river. But either she was too evil to die, or a greater power sent her back to search forever for the children she murdered, and to punish others who neglected their children. She returned from the river, and she found the man who had disgraced her, and she dragged him into the river where he too drowned. And others in the village died too, men who were unfaithful to their wives, or children who strayed from their mothers. La Llorona preyed on them all. As tales of her fearful deeds spread from village to village, so she uh, herself followed. And so all across Mexico, mothers locked their children indoors at night when they heard the crying woman's wail coming from the river. And men too stayed clear of the river at night, running for their lives when they saw her. Dressed all in white and sometimes black, with her black hair covered, her, covering her face, sometimes dripping wet like she had just crawled out of the river, anyone who saw her face either went mad or died, or she was never seen again. And whenever the Mexican people went, and wherever the Mexican people went, they took her legend, the legend of La Llorona, the weeping woman. And where uh, the legend went, La Llorona followed. Even now, today, she is here. We hear her cries at night down by the river. Many have seen her walking the streets, and always she cries and our people suffer. Now she takes the uh, Anglos, too. Maybe uh, then the maybe when the rain stops, the river subsides, she'll go away. But she only but she'll only go away when she's ready, when she thinks we've learned our lessons. Until then, we can do nothing but pray, pray and avoid the river at night. 
So, so are you suggesting that we pray, Rooster? What's no? I'm suggesting that that this doesn't suggest anything. This makes me think. This is just this is this is the legend of Lyorona. We think that this is Mother Lacrimora, Mater Lacrimora, Mother of Tears, and so, so she's not. Are they tied together, do we think? Well, I think that, that probably Lacrimorum is where the legend of La Llorona came from. But maybe if we dig deeper past the uh, the Mexican legend, we might find more. I mean, it might go Look, way back I, farther than that. I mean, I... I mean, I, I go to school in, in, in New Mexico, um, but I could I could call somebody. I could have them use, talk to the religious studies people down there and use the library, see what they can what they can find there. Yeah, there, there's got to be people who've done their theses on, uh, let me, on this sort of thing. Let me, let me make a phone call. Mr. Ahern, what do you think? I'm quite, quite frankly, and he admits to you that I, I was, I, I don't know if, let me, let me just tell you this rooster. I was a skeptic before tonight. I, I figured that. You write yeah. books, but you haven't actually experienced any of it yourself. Right. This is the first genuine article of uh, of paranormal activity that I've I've seen with my own eyes. How can how can she just melt away like that into water? Well, it's unfortunate that you're coming in at this point, but it's way worse. Is it? It's yeah. This is the third thing that we've encountered like this. And this one is the angriest and meanest and wants to murder us all. Then I suppose that we should withstand. Stick together and protect ourselves. We have to think very practically about this. Certainly try. Is there any way that we can prevent ourselves from being strangled? Or, or, or to lessen blows? I mean, physically, maybe. She has been just physical wear a collar around your neck made out of metal so she can't squeeze it but uh you know it's you have those in your trunk no uh so far all of these mothers have something to do with sadness in this case anger attached to sadness and tears um she's extremely violent you've got to let yourself not get don't let yourself despair because that's part of the trick is to make you give up yes we shouldn't give up we should fight her back like I you, think you that, all did I think that we may have succeeded tonight because we did fight back I don't um, think that's the last we'll see of her no I don't think so either but I do think that you're on the right track we have to find a way to somehow counteract this woman uh, that's why we plugged the uh, the drain hole in the sink. And have you have remind me? Have you told Ahern about everything? I believe you have. At we the did at dinner. Yeah, we went yeah. over everything. 
In that case, which, which he looked at us cross-eyed like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and now he believes you. So he's thinking. He's looking out into the night. He turns back to you, Rooster, and he says, "Do you suppose that there is an avatar, someone, or something that she's controlling that is the the focal point?" It may be. Well, what, what what do you think, Everett? I don't know what to think. I mean, June shot her and she just turned into water. I mean, whatever this entity is, it can change its shape. How do you kill something that can just turn into liquid and go down the drain? Seems like all we can do is withstand. Well, the previous manifestations of the these sisters that we've been dealing with were able to take on avatars, like you said. Yeah. So past this one, so I, I'm wondering if it's even possible to strike at the actual core of what we're dealing with, or if we're just trying to eradicate symptoms. That's why I think we need to look and in, look more into it, look more into the. How do you, how do you confront the core of human misery? Well, once you confronted that avatar back in Boston, did all did anything persist? This this mater, uh, well, Tenebrarum. She she Tenebrarum managed to get us to commit one of us to commit suicide. Actually, multiple people to commit suicide, and kind of ruined uh, Kurt Kurt Winters. Um, I wonder how he's doing. But after our involvement, we can't be sure that... But it stopped after your involvement, yes? For us. When we were in Arizona... Were we in Arizona or New Mexico? Arizona. Um, Arizona. Um, the, uh, the sheriff's deputy helped us, and he got involved, and he went Looney Tunes out of his mind. He wasn't prepared at all, despite our warnings. So you need, I don't know what happened to that, Brigham, Brigham, Pork Brigham. Um, Have you checked in on him? Uh, no, but uh, I think he's probably in the mental hospital or someplace recovering. Um, watch yourself. You too, uh, Everett. Yes, I suppose so. You have enough uh, room in your suite to... We got, we got room for four in here. Sure. Because June and and a bear, uh, June June and a bear, June a bear and uh, and Antonio will be at the hospital. All right. Well, we'll we'll stick together tonight. Is that okay, Everett? That's more than okay. Look, let me let me make a phone call to somebody. And of course, yeah, got to find a big university to. that can help. Okay, so Everett, who are you making a phone call to? I'm calling Penelope. Okay. Wonderful. So, you are... Phone rings. Give me a luck roll, because it it's also like midnight. 18. That's a pass. Okay. Right. And she picks up. He says... Honey, uh, it's it's so late at night. What's 
What's happening? Yes, I'm. 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 I'm, I'm sorry for for calling you so late. Uh, something has uh, come up. One of the. Uh, uh, well, somebody who came to meet us to talk about the current project um, was was assaulted. Um, so I'm a little I'm a little rattled. Um, hey, oh my god, are, are they okay? I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. But uh, they're uh, they're in the hospital, so it's a uh, pretty pretty serious. Um, what 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 happened? Well, I just I just heard this this banging noise in the next room over, and I went in, and this uh, this woman was attacking. Uh, Andy was his name, one of Ahern's associates, um, but she was just killing him, um, and we we oh all tried to defend her off. And Are you in danger? I, I I don't know where she is, but uh, that's uh, I I need so her to help there? with something. Okay. Um, okay. But why, why, why don't you just it's, it's, come home? It, it, the, the rain, it, it's too... Everything's flooded here. I'm going to be, be stuck here for a while. Um, oh. But you can you, you can help. There's this... The attack, this... This has to do with some kind of religious entity. Obscure. Um, a Madame Lacrimora. Um... The what ladies of sorrow, about? three sisters. Uh, look, I just, I just need to, to see if there's been any research done. Um, you know, hit up our, our professors, hit up the library, see if there's any connection between the the, the Mexican legend La Lorena, um, the legend of Lilith, and this figure, uh, Madame Lacrimora. Uh, the our ladies of sorrow three sisters anything with those with those terms um okay i'll please i know I'll, i know it I'll all sounds research. crazy but i just i just need your help i'll 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 do it i'll i'll call you tomorrow just stay okay, safe okay think, yeah I, I i will i will thank you okay and you say your goodbyes We'll cut to All the right, somebody. Oh, actually, yeah. Keep going. I was just gonna say somebody. Somebody. Uh, somebody will be looking into. Into it on the, uh, on the academia side of things. Hopefully. Somebody will have dug into something so obscure. Okay. We'll cut to the ambulance. The ambulance, is rushing its way, through the darkened, rain slick streets of Baleford you are rushed in and the doctors are treating you with the good stuff Andy so let me go over to them oh wow I rolled an extreme for the doctor alright that's three hit points and they they start like asking you like you know what, what happened what do you tell them well, actually, they, they they start asking June because Andy's clearly not in the. Yeah, right, he's right. he's like uh, lost so much blood. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them the the intruder story. Just a crazed woman we suspect was on drugs attacked him, 
Okay. Are the police officers with us or no? Yeah, one of them is. Uh, okay. One of plainclothes officers. And yeah, they're they're taking notes. They're they're observing. They have you. Mm-hmm. They are stationing a police officer there, just to make right. sure you're safe and all that. Would you like to do anything, June? I'd like to have a conversation with the police officer. Um, okay. You know, just kind of a- approach him. Um, I heard that. I heard that some bodies had been found in the river. Do you think this has anything to do with it? Do you think it's that crazy woman? Ooh, give me a persuasion. Yes, that's an 18 out of 40. That's what I'm talking about. It's hard. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, well, don't don't tell the sheriff I told you this. Oh, absolutely not. I'm just worried about my friend. Yeah, he's a bit... Um, we don't have much to go on. The We've only identified one of the bodies. And that is Diego Paredes. And we know that he disappeared in 2005. It's 2009, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Oh, dear. And the other bodies, they're, they're so much older. One looks to be at least 10 to 15 years old. And the other one, a lot older than that. Maybe, maybe 50 years. How awful. Yeah. Yeah, they're all they're all children. Oh god. Zerny's uh he's pretty he's pretty convinced that it's uh a Mexican serial killer. Wow. Oh, because and, serial killers typically kill within their own Well here's I the guess. thing. The the Hispanic community they think it's a white serial killer. So I wonder why. Well, we don't have to get into that. Of course not. Of course not. I I was just a little concerned for my friend, but but thank you. That eases my mind somewhat. How horrible, though. I hope that you are... You guys get that figured out. Right. Now, you're, uh, you're investigators, right? Of sorts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zerny's, uh, Zerny's hard-nosed, so don't go doing anything you wouldn't do. Absolutely not. Yes. Yeah, because uh, send he for anyone that's broken the law and and Zerny's there. God help them. Really, he's tough. Yeah. Oh, he's very tough, especially on uh, outsiders. And see, sips in a cup of coffee. I see. That's good to know. Yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Very well. Antonio, you are drifting in and out of consciousness. Uh, you've you're hooked up to an IV, you're laying on the bed, you're in a gown, and you find yourself drifting off to sleep where you see your two children, Angela and Camilla, smiling and laughing. And you are back in your place of residence 
and they're all playing and they're all calling to you like daddy and they're hugging you and you hear a wail a wailing in the distance outside of the room that you're in mm-hmm. lightning flashes you can hear the thunder outside rain comes down harder you look around back at your children and they're gone children are gone wet curtains thrash about from the wind from an open window mm-hmm. what are you doing well i'm i'm in a frenzy uh my children are gone uh correct my uh laura seems to be nowhere to be found um he's calling out to her and calling out to his uh children um and you said there is uh, someone in the distance uh just to clarify no no one's in the distance uh, oh, that's okay. the thing there's nothing it's just torrential rain and then you hear your daughter scream your name from the other room yeah he'll he will immediately go to that room uh, right and you step into the living room where the basement door is ajar you hear them scream once more into this dark basement Map. He's not. He's not hesitating. He's just go straight to the kids. That's what his. All right. But would you about. hesitate if the basement was flooded with brackish dark water? Mm. But he can still hear his children. Correct. Yeah, he's gonna do it. Okay. He can't. He can't risk his children um, in this situation. Okay. As you rush down, you get torso deep in this chilling water that you can feel in your bones. And you can see this woman. She's dressed in all white, dangling black hair. In each hand, she's got the back of your daughter's heads and she's just drowning them. Yeah, uh, he's going to, he's going to attempt just to, just to punch all right um, and, and you're you're screaming you're screaming out yeah just yelling at yelling at her that get away from my girls as a All right. good dad would do just and, and as you charge this this woman mm-hmm. you're you're still screaming and you're you're tearing out the iv in your arm june andy's screaming out andy make a sand roll oh yeah i'm running to him andy 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 oh i, I succeeded all right zero yeah, uh, Andy, Andy, it's like, oh, she, she was, bur- she was drowning my kids. I have to get her. I have to, I have to stop her from drowning my, my poor children. You're in the hospital, Andy. Uh, you were just dreaming. It's okay. Take a deep breath. It's the middle of the night. Do you want me to call your fiance? Yes, I, I want to make sure that my, my kids are safe. She's safe. Um, yes, uh, please, June. I, I need. To, okay. Okay. You realize by me calling her in the middle of the night, she's going to know something's wrong. Do you want her flying all the way over here with your girls? No. No. Oh. You have a point. I, it was just so real. She was she was dunking her heads into water. She was drowning them. They're only, they're only three years old. I don't want to... If it would make you feel better, maybe we should just call them. 
we've seen what these things can do. We don't want to put any more people at risk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at least at least to hear their voices, at least to hear that they're okay, that they're fine. Yeah. You could just say you had a nightmare and you wanted to check in on them. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Juno. Just it's been it's been quite a night. It's been you're right about that. Absolutely. <laughs> Here, let, let's get let's give her a call. Yeah. Okay. So you're gonna call up Laura. She you can hear her sleepy voice on the other side of the phone as she wakes as the phone call wakes her up. She's like, oh Andy, what what's going on? Oh, um Hello Laura. Um I, I it's, it's late. I, I know, I know, dear. Uh I I just had a, a very, a very real uh, nightmare. Um, I just want to hear your voice and see how the girls are doing, please. Um, yeah, they're, they're fine. They're right next to me. Uh, we, uh, we all fell asleep on the couch watching a kids movie. Oh, that's good. May, may I hear them? At least they're, they are breathing. They're okay. I, I just want to make yeah, sure they're she, fine. She puts the phone up to them. Okay. Yeah, hearing hearing her his, uh, his daughter's uh, sleeping, he is at ease and says, "Uh, uh thank you, Laura. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry for wake for uh calling at this uh, hour, but it, it was just a terrible nightmare, dear. Um, but I'll be back home soon. Um, just thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Laura. Okay. Well, take care. Okay. Yeah. Is there any plans? Uh. Uh, for them, um, I, oh, I'm I, taking them swimming tomorrow. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. Make sure that they don't swim too far. I mean, they're only three, and uh, make sure that the lifeguard is within maybe two or three feet away from them. You know, uh, just uh, I just want them to be safe, I, and I just want you to be safe too, dear. They will. Okay, don't just worry. just don't you worry. Yeah, just uh, text me when you are at the where you at the swimming pool. Um, and uh, it, it, and if possible, uh, make sure that their uncle uh, goes with them. A uh, Giovanni, uh, Giovanni is a. Uh, I know he lo- he loves my he loves my kids. Like he'll be there. Make sure that he's there. You know, you never you never know what happens. Okay, we'll okay. we'll do all of that. Okay. Don't worry. Uh, They're just uh, gonna go swimming. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. And that's when uh, I love you. Good night. And that's when he kind of like abruptly like uh, hangs up and turns to June that they're going to go swimming tomorrow. It'll be all right. The adults will be there. It'll be okay. Yes, I, I did tell her to make sure my brother Giovanni is there. And if anything happens to my kids, uh, when Giovanni, uh, under Giovanni's watch, I will, yeah, I will give him a good punch when I get there. He, he he knows. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. You're you're tired, exhausted, and in a lot of pain, or on a lot of pain meds. So you need to get some rest. Maybe I need more. Can you can you uh, get the nurse to? I'll go uh, get the nurse. Yeah, thank you. Just, just, okay, just relax. And all and as all of you drift off to sleep or are sleeping, the rain picks up just a little. And it is the next morning. It's Tuesday, October 6th. 
what is everyone doing? There's a light rain coming down. Gray oh, skies. We we texted June, told her about sure. this. Mm-hmm. Are they discharging Andy in the in the morning or? Uh yeah. What's uh, Andy's hit points? And also, if you've got a good night's sleep and don't have a major rune, you also recover one hit point. He's actually doing pretty uh, good. It, he went from five to ten out of eleven hit points. Then yeah, you're good enough to be discharged. Yeah, if anything, he's kind of even. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Uh, even though I got my head smashed into a porcelain toilet seat, I think I'm doing pretty good. They actually had to glue and stitch parts of your uh, <laughs> skull. Uh, <laughs> I might might be wearing a hat or something to, <laughs> or a beanie. Like yeah, maybe a beanie just to cover that. So guys, I was right. thinking about what you what you said last night. Um, you said Avatar, and I'm thinking in in the the previous two cases there was somebody associated with the Mater, Maddie. I don't know what her last name is because I can't find my note. Uh, Maddie was was the first one, and uh, Eshevaria, Enrique Eshevaria, was the uh, the desert one. The Amazon one. So maybe there's going to be one here too. And when we stopped Maddie, it stopped the first one. When we stopped Eshevaria, it stopped the second one. If we can find the avatar here and stop him or her, then. Do you think we've come across it yet? Well, all I can think of is that lady down in the street, but we haven't we haven't met anybody. We need to interview all these people involved, the families that have lost people in the. Oh, I would have. I'm sorry. I would have also in the chat mentioned the bodies and what we know about them. Okay. Does any of those line up with the disappearances from our known timeline? Because we had a couple of children just disappear. Uh, well, they might. Didn't you say that Diego, Diego Paredes? Yeah, he he disappeared in two thousand five. He so disappeared that, in two thousand five and just showed up now. Yes. A body would have rotted away years ago. Well, Rooster, it, this is, we're dealing with something that. I mean, you you've. I'm saying that it's. I'm saying that it's significant. Yeah. yeah, it's. Maybe go upriver. What's upriver? How far? Flood water. I mean, I don't know what what's this area like. We've seen a a children's drawing of a flood. We saw a bridge. We saw cars underwater in the picture. Actually, we have the picture, so we can show it around. Um, is there is there such a bridge? Can we find this bridge? There's Vista Bridge. At least one Vista child bridge. was found. So Vista Bridge leads north towards the Henry Meat Plant Meat Packing Plant. 
as well as the water treatment plant. And the water is flowing from there down the... the so river. the Mississippi, it's flowing from the Mississippi, which is on the west side of town. So it's flowing from the west east. Okay. And then the bridge is going oh, north. Going water across treatment. the river. Yeah. Is there a water treatment plant? You said? There is. Right next to the Mississippi River. Is there a dam? Uh, we have to look that up. No. You didn't see one on your drive down. Okay. Is there... I'm, could you remind me, Alex? I, I neglected to write this down. What was the timeline for the other two bodies? I know he said Diego and then... Uh, one ten was 10 to 15 one? years. Another was yeah, 50 plus. 50. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm, are we having this in a group call? Yeah, like you, guys have, you yeah. guys have probably come Yeah, I'm assuming we've now. rejoined them. You've been discharged. But, oh, I, uh, I purchased breakfast for everybody. Oh, There was a boy that went missing, a little four-year-old in 1981. That would have been 20 years ago at this point. More than 20 years ago. We're trying to figure out how you fight a water creature. Well, um, salt can absorb moisture. Uh, you can freeze water. It, it, it's all in different forms, um, different states of form. I'm wondering if blunt instruments would work better than piercing. Like a gun might not do much, but a baseball bat might do a lot. Yeah, I, I, your gun is confiscated, Rooster. So that's know. that's fine. I don't know because remember when you imagine you do like what you belly flop onto the water, that's that's painful. Uh, we we just need to be careful to not cross the local law enforcement. The deputy at the hospital told me yeah. that he does not appreciate that in any way. We can identify who might be a likely avatar somebody who's lost a child recently we can be a guess, but this has or, been going on forever right i mean right but right now we're yeah obviously you're right you're right just just started up again and this year's been more deaths and disappearances cropped up in, than any other previous year uh how about we talk to the i forgot which one of you mentioned it um mr ahern and or Everett, what about the, he's dubbed the Mexican mayor. He would know something at least going on within the Mexican community here. It's a good idea, I think. Uh, I think what's Mr. Ahern had discussed ingratiating ourselves to the local community, maybe showing an interest in helping them. Uh, um, if he knows if there's a connection between any of these folks, between the earliest Diego Paredes and the latest uh, Vincente Lariva and Oscar Rios. What's his name again? Um, for, forgot the I'm name. Just calling him the Mexican mayor. I know. He, I know. We were given the name. Was it like Fernandez, Martinez, some? Oh man, I forgot to write it down. But he, I know he's at the plant. 
Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I'm, I'm assuming it's not difficult to track down. Could you repeat that? Who's the Mexican mayor? Like, what's his name? Esteban Rodriguez. It's right here. It says Mexican mayor right next to it. <laughs> yeah, it's his nickname. And who is Lawrence Sabet? Report. Uh, Lorraine Sabet. Yeah, Lorraine. She is one of the journalists at the Bailford Tribune. So she probably would have access to all these articles. Yeah. And and uh, Bob is the sheriff that we want to stay away from, but Scott uh, Mark Isles is the deputy. Okay. Right. On Andy's particular case, yeah. Is there anything we could do with this hair sample that we kept? I'm thinking black magic. If there's some sort of form of magic that can drive her away, we might need a hair sample or fingernails, you know, voodoo doll stuff. Didn't you look into how to defeat La Llorona? Did you find anything useful? Uh, He found that prior. And mostly it just says you need to avoid. That's why I kind of switched in my mind from talking about the Avatar. What have we done to defeat the two in the previous? You stumbled across the crime scene last night, didn't you? I think you found where the police tape was and everything. Not the crime scene. Where they found the bodies. Not, it's not really yeah, it's n- across the river. Yeah. Directly north of the resort. We didn't cross the river. We also talked about mapping where all of the disappearances were taking place. We should do that too. Investigate the crime scene. And uh, and we've got to call into the university to see if we can get more expertise on Mm -hmm. La Llorona or the Mater's Lacrimorum. So I guess we got our day ahead of us. Uh, Yeah. I want to buy a. I want to purchase a baseball bat. You can definitely do that. Yeah. I'll go talk to the mayor. Does anyone want to come with me? The mayor, Mexican mayor, Rodriguez. I speak really good Spanish, so. I do as well. We'd be a good team. Let's let's do that. I will. Uh, what do you think, Nathaniel? I think these leads are as good as any. I mean, tracking down the mayor, um, we don't want to split up, do we? Not too much. I mean, at least two people. In pairs or groups. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We can we can go with Andy and Andy's Andy's kind of you know loopy because of the they had to glue his skull back together. Um, Let's we'll do that. We'll do the uh, boring research. We'll see if we can find where the location of each thing is and the names yeah. of the families, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, ha- <clears throat> I had a nightmare last night. It was not, it was not really good. Oh, well, we know about nightmares. Well, uh, she was drowning my kids, Shit. and okay. um, well, I did check up with my uh. My fiance, they're gonna go swimming. But I did tell my fiance to make sure Giovanni is there to their protective uncle. And I I swear I already swore to myself if 
something happened under Giovanni's watch, I might do something. So what, that's like all I could your do. Your kids get killed. Yes. I'm. I tell them not to go swimming, but. But then, um, Laura would be even more frazzled. I did tell her to just be within the distance of the lifeguard. Giovanni will be there. That's all I could do. Okay. Um, so, Mr. Ahern, you want to go with uh, June and uh, Everett? Of course. Three and three. That works. Three and three. That works. Uh, three is a good number. Three is a great number. So, Nathaniel uh, and Andy, do you think we should go to the newspaper and see if we can find out? You know, I, I imagine that they might have a scrapbook of all these things, since it seems to be a hot spot for La Llorona. Maybe they have some notes. Um, yeah, so that that uh, journalists were coming up with uh, when they were making their stories that we could piggyback off of. Are you going to go to the library for research or another? source it will go to the newspaper first because she might provide us with info that will lead us then to know what to research on the internet or at the library fantastic so let's head over to the Baleford Tribune and you're taking the rental car uh, Ahern will take his rental car with the other group. You all drive out, and as you drive out, rain comes down just a little harder. Mm. You are heading into the downtown area off the main street. There is a brick building that says the Belford Tribune, and right now they are open. You can see the warm yellow glow of the lights inside, and you can see some antique printing presses displayed in the windows. We'll uh, park the car and run run quickly inside out of the rain. Okay. So, as you step inside, make a luck roll, please. 52 is... Oh, no. I've only got okay. 15, so... Should they gotcha. do it? <laughs> Oh, no. No, this is... This is good. Give me a spot hit and roll. 41 is... Uh, That is a regular pass. All right, yeah. So... As you are walking up to this newspaper building, you're, you push open the door, and just as you push it open, you catch a glimpse of a long-haired woman in the reflection of the window. Give me a sanity to roll, please. Her 17. thick strands of hair cover a damaged face. However, you take zero sand. Okay, yeah. and she's through the glass door? No, she's on the, the window. Oh, she's on the window? It's like this to the window. All right, so... Hopefully Daniel, there's not somebody on the other side looking at me. A woman looks up from the desk and she says, uh, Hello. 
Um, I'm sorry, we, we don't have an appointment, but we we were hoping we could speak to Lorraine Sebet. Yes, this is she. Oh, excellent. And she's a short, plump, and red-faced woman. She's got large, thick framed glasses and short, dark hair starting to gray. Okay. She says, uh, well, how can I help you? Well, <clears throat> we are investigators from... Uh, uh, oh, I think I I've heard of you. Are we in you're, Boston you're from, or are we in... You're in Illinois. But you're no, from... Are we from Boston or are we from Providence? I keep oh, forgetting. you're from Boston. Boston. Right. Yeah, we're from Boston. She's like, but you're also from Arizona. I recognize you. You do? Oh. Yes, you made you made the national news. Oh, yeah, yeah. What um, even brings you to good old Belford? La Llorona. Oh, um, so... You're looking into the ghost. Yeah, and the legend. We've we've done a little bit of research, but we were hoping to. We heard that there were a couple of bodies that showed up, and that uh, we were hoping to find whatever information you might have on the previous victims. Okay, well, I can probably give you uh, a tour of some of the sites where. Uh, does the disappearances happened or uh, the the sightings? I, we, I can also introduce you to people that like could help you with your investigation. Fantastic. Um, are you available today for that? I am, in fact. Um, I could introduce you, you to the sheriff, but he's uh, I, I disagree with some of his views. We've also been told to kind of avoid him a little. Right. We've spoken to the deputy. He doesn't work very hard when it's a Hispanic child that disappears or dies. That's unfortunate. Very. And uh, he he's quick to arrest that community for any little thing. Yeah, I. I would hate to think what would happen if Zerny had his way with, uh, had his way with the. Uh, immigration services and the meatpacking plant workers. Well, um, yeah, I mean, we can treat you to lunch and uh, we would we would be very grateful if you if you showed us around and introduced us to the right people. Yes, of course. And I also have um, some documents, uh, some past articles of the Tribune that you can you're welcome to take a look at. It's just in the back here. Sure. Since we're here, let's let's look at it. Belfort Tribune article one year ago. Authorities search for child missing since Tuesday. Belfort police are seeking any information concerning the disappearances of an eight-year-old uh, Alex Rowland. Missing since Tuesday, Alex was last seen just before dark playing in the Little Hawk Park across the street from his home. The boy is described as short, black hair, wearing a black t-shirt, tan cargo shorts, and red sneakers. Vista County Sheriff Bob Zerny believes Alex may have been abducted and is urging anyone who may have been in the vicinity of Little Hawk Park or the Seven Hawks Resort to report any unusual persons or activity they may have seen. Anything unusual may give us a lead, says Zerny. A car with out-of-town or out-of-state license plates, seeing someone you didn't recognize or thought looked 
out of place. Someone acting suspicious, whatever you may have seen, please let us know. Sheriff uh, Cerny uh, declined to comment on whether or not the Rowan case could be, could be related to the unsolved disappearances of George Rodriguez earlier this year or Diego Paredes in 2005. Okay, uh, Papers 3, Balfour Tribune article, last February 26th, The Weeping Woman Returns. Balfour's most famous undead resident has returned to her old haunts again. There have been several calls to the Tribune re recently with sightings of La Llorona, a female ghost from Mexican folklore. The ghost who allegedly weeps and wails for his for her lost children, has been seen on the banks of the Vista River, on the Vista Bridge, and even outside the parking lot of the Henry Meat Packing Plant. The crying woman is easily identified by her old white dress, long dark hair, and hidden face. Readers may recall that every few years there are a spat of Yarona sightings and reports of her unearthly sobbing and wailing, while still hoping Someone will get a photograph of her for publication in the Tribune, but be warned, it's believed to be bad luck to see La Llorona, as sightings of her have purportedly been linked to accidents and deaths. A Balfour Tribune article last uh, April 2nd. A local man goes missing. Vista County Sheriff Bob Zerny is asking for help determining the whereabouts of Vicente Loreva. Uh, 20 missing since last early early last Sunday morning. Loreva has last seen leaving a party at Sheridan Point on the Vista River shortly after midnight. He had allegedly been drinking with friends, but has not, but was not intoxicated, according to witnesses. Loreva left the party alone in his white 1979 Ford pickup, which has also not been found. Loreva who lives with his parents, Robert and Miranda Loreva, apparently did not come home that night, and no one has seen or heard from him since he left the party. Anyone with information regarding Loreva's uh, should telephone the Vista County Sheriff's Department at 555-6734. A Belford Tribune article last May 20. 21st, tragedy at Vista River when local youth drowns. Local youth Oscar Oscar Rios, 15, drowned yesterday yesterday afternoon while spending time with friends on the Vista River. Rios and five friends have been hiking and picnicking along the river when Rios lagged behind to relieve himself. When he failed to return to the car, his friends went back into the woods to find him. They finally called the sheriff's department when they could find no sign of him. An extensive search of Sheriff Bob Zerny and his deputies discovered the boy's body caught in the log jam on the river. Rios was pronounced dead on the scene, apparently having fallen into the river and drowned. They said they only left him for a few minutes, said Sheriff Zerny. And in that time, he must have gone down closer to the river to do his business. A slip on the muddy bank, and the next thing he knows, he's caught in that current. It's tr terrible, tragic. Authorities are investigating as to whether alcohol or drugs may have contributed to the death. Yeah, Belfort Tribune article last uh, May 28th. Officials say uh, Vista River may reach record levels. Vista County Conservation Superintendent Walt Jarvis and Belfort Public Works Director John 
Pavlovic, Pavlovic are both worried that the recent rains may swell the Vista River to levels approaching or even surpassing the heights it reached in the floods of 1993. We're really starting to get saturated here, said Jarvis. If we got even even just average rainfall amounts in the next week or so, there's going to be trouble, Pavlovic added. We should be okay in town at least. The levees are good, and even in 93, we didn't get much flooding here in town. Jarvis, however, is more cautious. It doesn't look like much now, but if the Mississippi starts filling up, that'll mean the Vista and the creeks are going to catch the overflow. People need to keep in mind just how quick this can turn. Belford Tribune article, uh, last June 25th. Floodwaters unearth human remains. Vista County Sheriff Bob Zerny has confirmed reports that rising waters have exposed human remains hidden in the fence row of a farmer's field near the Vista River. We're just bringing them out now, so I don't have any details other than there seems to be more than one body, and some of the remains appear to be older than others, uh, said uh, Zerny. Sheriff Zerny refused to comment on the possible identity of any of the remains pending forensic analysis. Our further developments will be reported by the Tribune on our website. So that takes a couple hours to, to parse through and to, to read and sort. Maybe an hour, hour and a half. It, it is a lot to process. Um, a, a lot of it takes place at the Vista River. Mm-hmm. The, the legend that I read said that not only are children in danger, but men walking at night near the river by themselves that could explain that uh, that vincente fellow um, um didn't you mention in the in the la yorena uh, that she also targets men who have been unfaithful is that's that a correct pos- yeah so hmm. but at all all of this seemed to be at the fist of river um we admit we should probably take a good look at the Vista River. Not at night, but... A lot of this activity um, seems to center around uh, that bridge. Bridge. Sightings of her near, like, in the river near the bridge, on the bridge, also in the uh, parking lot of the meatpacking plant. Uh, also, there, there, there isn't a dam, but, but there are levees. So. It, is is the Vista River uh, Vista Bridge blocked off right now because of the of the discoveries of the bodies? No, or no more. Okay, need a clarification on that. I will give you in a map now. Okay. So, so are we assuming that we're going out? And we're looking at these spots and we're just montaging it. Yeah, why not? Montage. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, see. the resort is pretty big. So we've got there's the resort. There's the Vista Bridge. Is Little Hawk Park on there somewhere? Uh yes. Also possible if that if that bank the banks of the river are muddy and slick, that it would Little be Hawk really easy. Park to... is between the resort and the town. So it's number one. And I 
posting the map into the chat. Okay. Might be a fairly simple thing to fall into the river. Uh, they keep describing it as having a swift current, so probably in the rains, especially if it's raining up higher than... Uh, I mean, this yeah. all... It's, it's, I mean, all of these locations are within close vicinity of the river. I think the river is really probably our focal point here. And we need to be careful, because if that's her focal point, then that's where an attack is going to come from. So, so I want my Louisville slugger. I mean, but last night she she attacked me. She attacked all of us. It Even, was pouring down rain, though, so. That is true, and it's starting to rain again a little bit. So, when the time comes for us to, I guess, <clears throat> want to have another encounter with her, what are we going to do to prepare ourselves? I don't. I'm going to have a baseball bat. I'm hoping that the, the blunt force damage when it hits, I'm thinking that if she's made of water, you know, it would cause more damage to the water by splashing it than it would shooting it with a bullet, which would just go through the, the water. Andy, your phone vibrates. Oh, oh, uh, hold on. I need to, I need to get, get, this, get this call. Hello? Text message. Oh, a text message? Oh, yeah. right. yeah, it's from Laura. Uh, yes. And there, there is a single line. The kids are having fun at the swimming pool. He, he, he texts back. Can you, can you send me a picture, please? After a few moments, there is a picture. And out, just out of frame, there's just like long hair floating on the water. Uh, Are you nervous right now? Oh yes, he's very. Then nervous. give me a sand roll. Yeah, he. You just see Andy like shaking when she looks at his phone. Oh, I I passed that. All right, it's zero. Oh, yeah. Your kids are smiling, Angela and Camila. They are. They are wearing floaties. They're kicking away at the water, splashing. He, yeah, he's got a text back. Is uh, is Giovanni there? Yes. Okay. Okay. He, he's gonna he's going to write back. Make sure Giovanni keeps an eye on the kids for me too. Yeah, you you getting okay? Right. Okay. Yes. Sorry about that. Um, the kids are fine. Uh. And Good. he's going to show the picture uh, so that there's like hair at the end, like out of out of frame. Hmm. Probably a little girl with long black hair. <laughs> I um, hope so. Uh, did you did you pass? Yeah. Oh yeah, I passed. That's zero. You steal yourself. Yeah. If anything, she's just like. Uh, I think the fast the faster uh we get this settled um the better 
I, I just don't want to, I just don't want my kids to drown. And uh, if I recall, she even, she even yelled out that she was going after your daughter too, right, Nathaniel? Yeah, she was very threatening and accused us of um, taking from her and she's going to take from us. Um, but regarding that, your kids, I mean, we're all very stressed on edge. I'm sure that, I'm sure that there's nothing. The problem is here. She's here. Um, yeah. Miss, um, uh, uh, Sabat, um, yes. Are there any, I mean, you, you probably have obituaries too. Is there anyone who's recently lost some children who've died? Oh, I think uh, not Esteban's, but his brother lost a child recently. We're yeah. we're uh, we're wondering if there is some sort of correlation between a parent recently losing a child and a manifestation of this La Llorona. You know, is she here looking for kids or is she called up by the grief of the parents? Maybe. I mean, I mean, that's what uh, we're here for. Yeah, we're, we're here to, to investigate, right? Leads. And if there's anything I can do to help, just let me know. Sure. I mean, you probably get a nice story out of this. You seem like a nice lady. I'd rather have you writing this story than some, you know, other kind of journalist. Right. Well, looks like it's time for lunch. Well, here's where we're staying. I'll, I'll give you this, my card that's going to connect to my Boston uh, address. Okay. Um, Sounds good. And you head out for lunch. All right. Meanwhile, let's rewind a bit as we are heading towards the east side of town. Everett, June, and Ahern. Ahern's at the wheel. As you are heading to the eastern part of town, you can see that it's definitely where... Uh, it's, it's unlike the more well-off neighborhood. The buildings are very much damaged by flooding and rain in the environment just beating down. There's a lot of lower middle class and poor poorer residences. And the curbsides, they're just they're cluttered with furniture, carpet, other belongings that have just been ruined by water entering basements. There's water standing everywhere in yards and in the gutters where the storm drains are just clogged up. Sometimes they block up parts of the street. A lot of residents, they eye you, this, this new car, pretty warily. And you were told that Esteban Rodriguez is can, can be found at uh, Baja's Tex-Mex Grill. Hope the food's good. 
Yeah. If we call ahead, that would have been probably a polite thing to do. Guess we didn't. Well, let's let's get out of this rain at least, yeah. Right. And right on cue, it comes down just a little harder. So you open the car door and immediately step into a three-inch deep puddle of water, and it soaks your shoes. Oh, I've I've been here for a while. Yeah, got boots. And the restaurant is right ahead. Do we know what he looks like, Mr. Ahern? Uh, yes, yes, yes. He's uh, he's an older gentleman, uh, stout, ruddy complexion. He's in some of the newspapers for his charity work. What's the nature of his charity work? Uh, a lot of community service, mm. helping out families. Yeah. Anyway, shall we? I hope their yes, chips absolutely. and salsa isn't too expensive. Oh, that stuff's normally complimentary. Oh, I, I, I had a bad experience in Providence. Oh. All right. Well, as you enter in, I'd like you all to roll luck. Absolutely. Ah, uh, that is a hard success. Okay, so that means he's in. It is a. Oh. Oh, I guess it should have been a group. What should it have been a group? Yeah, who had lower luck? I'm sorry. That might be Everett, Uh actually. I have 64. I'm at 60. 60. Oh, then you're fine. You have lower luck. And you passed. And I have higher luck and I failed, so I'm glad it worked out that way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you enter in this uh, nicely furnished Mexican restaurant. And it seems like it is around lunchtime, so a lot of these workers are having lunch, uh, taking a break from the meatpacking plant. And you see him there. He's sitting uh, at a big round table surrounded by a lot of his other employees. And he is stocky. He's got silver hair. And everyone just looks at you as you all sit into this restaurant. It's time to make them stare at us more by speaking in fluent Spanish. Go for it, Everett. Okay. <laughs> give, me, give me a Spanish roll. <laughs> oh, no. This is a problem, you see, when they're calling through the rules, say, if you have a 30%, you're fluent and you're conversant. Oh, and now I'm more fluent than you are. Gonna... Oh, no. Oh, okay. And now I'm going to fail. My 30%. I'm just looking for, I'm looking for a fumble. Oh no, forty-one. So, do you want to spend a luck? fail, but not horrible? No, I'm not gonna spend luck. I probably I'm speaking with a thick Gringo accent is what I'm doing right now. But. <laughs> All right, then <laughs> they, they they you get a chuckle out of them. And they smile and they, or they wave you over. Yeah. 
they wave you over. Some of the men, they get out of their seats and out of respect, move their stuff. And uh, Esteban, he says, um, what can I do for you? He's very warm, soft-spoken. Hi, we're, uh, we are in town looking into these, uh, La, Ura, uh, La Urena sightings. Um, mm-hmm. we, when we understand that you're, uh, you're the man to talk to, um, about. Yes, about yes. Matters uh... within the, uh, within the community. Right, but might I ask about your intent? Are you looking for a spectacle, or...? No, no. No, we're... We're looking to do everything we can to alleviate this this problem. Um, you think you can stop yeah. a ghost? Maybe. I think your law enforcement doesn't particularly care, so what's a few extra eyes on it, right? Ooh, okay. Give me Persuade with a bonus die. Or a charm. Yep, that's a pass. Regular pass. Right. Well, right to the point. <laughs> I like it. So, yes, you're, you're correct. I don't think the police are trying very hard when it comes to uh, effort into the investigation. When it's, a, when it's a white child that disappears, the whole town flies into a frenzy of searching and counseling the family. But when the child is brown and lives on the east side of town, only we search and mourn. And uh, yeah, if you're willing to help, then we're willing to accept. A lot of the community here is split. They think it's a, a white serial killer, and others actually think that it is something supernatural. What about yourself, Esteban? Where do you fall on this? I think that it's something supernatural, something that just can't be explained away. I would, uh, I'm inclined to agree with you. Right. Uh, uh, a companion of ours was put in the hospital yesterday by this ghost. My my nephew was taken by this ghost. My nephew George. There's so many in this community whose whose children have disappeared. I can I can introduce you to some of them. That would uh, certainly that will, be of help, or I that hope, will help. I hope it would be anyway. And uh, I've also had bad feelings, so that we've are, we've set up a, a neighborhood watch. We've had people patrolling the streets uh, to see and trying to catch this this La Llorona. And I'd like for you to help as well. You can go with me, and we can patrol at night. I hear that. We'd like to help. We've heard stories that when they when she wails, a child soon after goes missing, and we want to do everything in our power to prevent that. And I'm assuming you know of the bodies 
that were found recently at the river. Do you know any information on that? I have some sources that tell me that the body of uh, Diego was found. And the Diego, other two are missing. Yes, he went missing in 2005. Their, their family still lives in the home. Never managed to move on. They're still shaken by it and oh. are very reluctant to discuss it. Well, in the spirit of all of us working together, I'll share a little bit more information that I heard as well, that one of the bodies is 10 to 15 years old and the other is 50 or more. Okay. Both children. And he'll share with you that the night Diego went missing, his now 16-year-old sister heard a woman wailing in Diego's room that night. But their mother denied visiting Diego after bedtime. So. Terrible. Right. Well, it looks like we can help each other out. Yes. Uh, is it just the three of you? And he looks at you. There are others in our group that are interested in helping the community yeah, are... as well. They were doing some research. Yeah, oh. three others. That's good. That's good. Well, there's the Garcias, the the Penas, uh, La Rivas, the Rioses. We can talk to all of them, should you wish. Yes, I think it's important to hear all the all of the stories and get a true picture. Okay. So I can most likely just tell you the information because I've also interviewed them. Garcia, Luis Garcia, he was one of the earliest drownings. This happened in 1997. His mother believes that the crying woman entranced him into following her to the river where, where he drowned. We found his bicycle several blocks from where his body was found, something that he would never do. He would never leave his bicycle. His older brother, Guy, and he gestures across the restaurant where he's sitting, he thinks that some white folks uh, took Lewis to the river and threw him in. He isn't too happy about that, and he's got an axe to grind. Albert Pena, the person who died of a heart attack in 2007, the, he, his wife and children, they, they left for Texas, for, for Texas. He was a good man. He did have a drinking problem, but we, we don't know what happened. Maybe he was scared to death by La Llorona. His, his body was found in a dumpster and but some of the community thinks that it's some some white folks idea of throwing out the mexican trash it's disgusting so we don't we don't know what happened there as for george my my nephew he 
was out playing with friends when the rain fell and he never came home. We, most of my family thinks that a white serial killer took him, but I think it's Sly Arona. We don't know why. She, I mean, wherever wherever we go, Sly Arona follows. We don't know this ghost's motives. We can only withstand. And there's nothing in your legend on how to defeat her? Just prayer and staying home and staying away from the river. I've decided to take action and send out people who are patrolling to stop this woman. What can we do? Well, you can share your contact information and I can let you know when we're heading out for patrols. Yes, please do that. Okay. And you can tell that he's a bit worked up about talking about this subject and he goes back to eating his food. Is there anything else you'd like to ask him? Everett, you got anything? I mean, is there any... I know that she's been spotted along the river, but is there anywhere that's like rumored to be like a particular haunt of hers? layer perhaps no no are there any outliers that did not occur along the river or to do with the river well I do know that there's an old haunted house that uh some of the people of Baleford talk about the old Thorson house this Thorson fellow, he chopped up his wife with an axe and skipped town. And people are, so, some some rumors say that people are seeing the wife hacked up and covered in blood wandering around the property, but they demolished that ruin. There's nothing there. Uh, so you could also, yeah, it's it's an empty lot with some ruins. There's also a, an antique emporium in town, as well as a uh, museum dedicated to an actor. Which actor? Uh, Francis Listed. What about these? stands out as relevant to all of this? Oh, they're just avenues to investigate. I see. Because you are all new to town, are you not? Yes. Yes, yeah. we are. We appreciate There's also Little, Harp, uh, Little Hawk Park right next to the resort where Alex Roland vanished. 
And then there's Sheridan Point. Right. Well, my lunch break is just about to end, so I'm oh, going to yeah, excuse myself. We don't myself. take up any more of your time. Thank you so much. You're welcome. If you need anything, feel free to reach out. And if everyone anything, pretty much gets yeah. up and leaves. Uh, yes, go ahead. I was going to say, just exchange contact information with them. Yeah. Right. Keep him informed. He should keep us informed. Sounds good. And now we've properly synced up time and it is around 1 p.m. when everyone finishes up their business. You're on mute. So we'll we'll have lunch with uh, with uh, the reporter lady and then we'll go back and meet our friends and give them all the info that we got. Okay. Sounds good. And you exchange information and you meet up where? Hotel? Probably back the resort? hotel. Yeah. Okay. How's the weather? Uh it's definitely picking up. And it's gonna rain hard tonight, probably. We need to all huddle together. We have a few places of interest around town that we could look into. According to Mr. Rodriguez. We've also got to consider that if she shows up again and attacks us in the same manner as last time, it's I don't think that the hotel is going to believe us. Right. Twice in the same twice one day after another. Maybe it's a matter of not running the water. I don't know. I, I um, don't know either. Maybe not all sleeping at the same time. We should have some kind of watch, yes. Why is this sister claiming that we've taken so much from her? I've just been thinking about that. I mean, we've heard even... any of the taking. I just don't even know if we, like, even the second one, did we really, we beat her kind of, but. Well, I mean, know. the only thing that we've ever really done that would be considered taking from them is stopping them from killing us. I, I hardly call that us taking. I think they're toying Robbing with them of us. More victims. Yeah, I think they're toying with us. I think Mother Lacrimarum is just the most vicious, angry one. Um, but I think the key to stopping her will be to figure out who she is possessing and taking care of that. I'd like to be able to drive it out of whoever it is, but... We tried that last time and it didn't work. And um, 
and even the the previous one the avatar was not even someone who was already dead right she was taking the form of this already dead mother. In the last one yeah yeah so, oh you're right you're right it wasn't it wasn't enrique Echeverria. it was his mom that was the avatar so there's possibilities that either the avatar can be either be dead. yeah it could be a ghost or a, a dead body and there are all these dead bodies coming out of the river. And then, I mean, you guys, I hope you wrote it all down because there were so many names in the last, in the, today, all of the information that we pulled in. Oof. You've got the old Forester House, the Antique Emporium Museum, Little, Little Hawk Park, Sheridan Point. Little, or the locations that were mentioned by is there looking at the map is there like a central where the lines are all focusing on let's see hmm. i mean little hawk park is number one it's just right there outside the resort yeah and i can give you some more information on the key so Two is the wealthy homes. Three is the Hispanic district. Four is the business district and downtown Belford. Five is the sheriff's department. And nine is the old Thorsten place. Ten is the Belford Tribune. And then 11 is the public library. And the river is flowing out of the Mississippi into this tributary? Yes. Um, and we, but we didn't mark on here where the bodies were found. Uh, it says Riverside Graves. And there's an X right next to the water treatment plant. I see. Well, you know what we haven't really done is we haven't done a little walk around town to see if, you know, just to get the lay of the land. I w I'd like to go over to the bridge and maybe to the meatpacking packing plant. I'd like to go up and down the sides of the river. I'd like to have a poke around the bridge too, but let's be careful. Well, yeah, we don't want to go alone. Yes, and it's the rain is picking up a little bit, right? Yep. What time of day is it? It's not day? quite torrential, but it's it's definitely a constant downpour. Is it late afternoon? Yeah, it's around two p.m. Let's do it tomorrow. I'd rather go in the daytime than get caught. It's kind of getting dark just because of the cloud cover and the. Oh, I don't see it doesn't hurt just to even just walk around downtown just for a little bit. Yeah, we can see there's some nightlife here. Or even then, like a uh, little little Hawk Park is just outside resort. I wasn't paying attention. Did uh what was oh, you said she was kind of a plump woman. Um what was her name? Missing. Oh Sabat uh Lorraine. Uh was she attractive? 
Nope, not in particular. Not particularly. How old? She looked like she was in her... Uh, 50s or oh, late yeah. 40s. <laughs> yeah, I was going to see if she wanted to go out and party, but uh, I'll pass that by. We can see if there's something, a restaurant or something in town. Was that shop you mentioned, this curio antique shop? Antique Emporium. Antique Emporium. I have a horrible feeling. We'll walk into that place and there'll be a big old freaking statue of the three mothers looking at us. Well, if it's there, let's not keep her, let's not keep them waiting. Knock the head off of the lacrimal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's let's try to do it before it gets even worse outside. Yeah. But we'll drive. Yeah. Okay. So as you are heading downstairs to the resort, uh, Ahern's he's, he's going to stay up there and do some writing for his next yeah, bestseller. But he wants you to go with them, Everett, and he pushes you out. And on the way down, you actually overhear two of the resort workers talking about another staffer and how this staff member was frightened by something um what are they um, that's like? very vague what are, what are they do they go into any more details if i stop i'm eavesdrop like a rude person yeah give me a listen roll if you're gonna just try and listen Oh, three. All right. So with an O three, that you're picking up more of the conversation. There's this person named uh, Jenny Detterman, who works night shifts usually, and there's just been uh, a lot of talk about like, oh well, you know, she shouldn't be scared of that. Oh well, she saw something, didn't she? Just a couple days ago. And you, you would get from the information that she would be, she works as a receptionist. I will keep this in mind for later. Are okay. these when it's night in the night? Yeah. Are these employees? What are they? Are they just people in the hallway? Yeah, house cleaning. Oh, okay. Yeah, both pass by. Okay. So you're going to take the car and travel where in particular? Just around downtown. Downtown. Okay. See if there's a restaurant or something that's open. It might be too small a town for that. Yeah, there'd be a, a restaurant open. Are you going to just have food at the restaurant and try to be a normal group of friends? Or I think so, right? Oh, we can yeah. discuss these things if we need to, but we want Sounds people good. to see us in town so they don't like wonder who we are. All right. You're gaining fame. Oh, yeah, because of what happened in Arizona. Are you hiding your neck? Oh, uh, how, how fresh, like, it just looks very bruised, like the hand marks are there. Yes. 
Yeah, he's gonna have like maybe put on like a turtleneck and then have like a scarf around it. Just the maybe not a scarf, no, just a turtleneck. That's okay. A, yeah, sounds good. It's a cover, isn't it? Is it a Mexican restaurant? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Is there an Italian restaurant? Sure. <laughs> uh, they have. Get tired of eating Italian food. Um. No. Oh, not really, but it's, I don't know. I just feel like Italian tonight. Okay. So you're going to spend time at this restaurant, chit-chatting, eating these large Italian portions, preparing for tonight. And let's say you spend two more hours there. It's about around four o'clock, sun setting. Uh, the sun is setting around this time of year earlier and well, it's stormy so yeah. yeah it's it's pretty dark and as you spend the time that rain it it is coming down harder it is whipping down now and this is when you get a phone call june oh, oh who's it from it is from esteban rodriguez the mexican mayor oh mr rodriguez is calling hello uh Hello, June. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, this is a good opportunity to put in some work. Uh, would you like to join us on some patrols tonight? We've yes, heard absolutely. Uh, some people have heard her wail. Oh, gosh. Okay, yes, absolutely. Just just tell me where to be. Right. And he says, same place. In okay. an hour. Okay, we'll be there. Okay. Let's... So, oh, yeah, I'm not sure if we had mentioned this, but um, we volunteered our group to help with the neighborhood watch. And it sounds like La Llorona is prowling the streets tonight, so they've asked us to help. A baseball bat in hand. <laughs> yeah. Got uh, your rain jackets. It's going to be wet. <laughs> oh, you boy. have an hour. So if you really want to equip yourselves, you definitely can. I'm going to get a baseball bat, Andy. Just not, not take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a antique emporium. That like next door? Yeah, we'll say it is. It sure. says Fullerton Stop Antique in. Emporium. Yeah. Stop in. Yeah. I mean... If it's just right across and within downtown, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there is a man in his late fifties. Uh, he looks like he's about to lock up shop, but when he sees you, he unlocks it and says, well, "Come on in." And he's impeccably dressed. He's got a pot belly, coiffed hair, and very stylish rectangular eyeglasses. Uh, well, your faces I haven't seen before. I'm, I'm Max. Max Fullerton. Hey, Max. We're just in town. Uh, on business, and uh, we saw your place. We just had dinner. We just saw your place was still open, so we thought we'd yes. wander in. Well, what what can I do for you? Just looking around, I guess. Unless you guys have something in mind. Okay. No, I just like looking through antiques. Were you ready to close? We can. Oh no, uh, no, no problem at all. 
Do you have any sort of unusual pieces? Uh, well, I do have some antique artif- uh, artifacts. I have some helmets from uh, the Vietnam War. Leather jackets. Hmm. Oh, I have for- uh, a copy of the Ars Goetia. <laughs> What's that? It's a... Uh, an esoteric work on demons. And he that just sounds asks. interesting. <laughs> I'm familiar with it. Uh, so yeah. am I. I know oh. you have a large Hispanic population here. Do you have any antiques from Mexico or anything like that? Mm. No, I, I don't really keep anything. I'm not really knowledgeable of. Fair enough. Is there anything in here that looks... I don't want to ask him this. But I want to just look around and see if there's anything that looks good for bludgeoning ghosts. Yes. Yes, there are. Let's even say that I will uh, roll luck. Just you. Uh, oh, wait, that's a three. That's Very a three? Nice pass. All right. No, Let's thirty. Sh- sorry, I, I read. I I thought it was eighty, but it's actually thirty. These dice are hard to read. So it's eighty. Right. So 39, 39 oh, is a pass. Okay. Sorry. Good. Great. Then, in addition to a katana, there is a sledgehammer. In addition to. Yes. Well, I'll. <laughs> if you want to buy either, as, you definitely as can. As weird as it feels to buy a katana, I will do so. <laughs> okay. uh, if we're going this way, <clears throat> is there a net? Yeah, there's a net. Excellent. Yeah, but yeah, people came that... in here really late at night and they bought a katana, a sledgehammer, and a net. <laughs> yep, you have a baseball bat in there. <laughs> yep, yeah. yes, we do. Okay. Uh, this one's and, vintage. Uh, well, I hope so. Otherwise, this would be a sports shop. <laughs> right. It's got Babe Ruth on it. Wow. Yeah. And I'm curious. Uh, do you carry anything that is uh, components for an exorcism? Um... What would that entail? Uh, he's gonna just gonna go through a list of what he used to do, like uh, you know, holy water, the the book that they have specifically for exorcisms, um, any vestments. No, he he says no. I don't oh, have anything right. like that. Oh, it was it was worth a shot. Oh, can I help you with anything else? No, so we'll, we'll look around for a while and then we'll, we'll uh, might be back tomorrow. Just, it's raining. Okay. And you can see all around, like, he most likely got his... Oh, and when he's, like, explaining where he got this stuff, right? All this mishmash of, of antiques, he says that he got them from estate sales. 
Uh, all local, so. Is it, oh. is it pertaining to the auction? Yes, I usually participate in auctions to get your states. Uh, specifically uh, of, specifically of, uh, by the name of Ruth Ellis? Uh, he goes pale <laughs> when you mentioned that because, like, uh, the, where, where'd you hear about that? Um, I mean, it was it was provided with the dates here you gave us. It yeah. says here that, um, well, I, I heard at local uh, that uh, body was... Okay, this is this is quite distasteful. I Please refrain from discussing this in my store. <clears throat> I, I was... I, I don't mean to uh, press any buttons, but uh, you said local and an auction of this particular person. What did I just say? He just nods like, I understand. All right, thank you for your business. He, I, I do have to close up now. All right, thank you. You're welcome. And he flips the sign closed, and that's when we're, we're, we will end it today. Get the nut. Yeah, I think t we should look for toys from the children that have been... Oh. That's gruesome. Uh, <laughs> our players included Holly Buto, Morgan Llewellyn, Dandipolis, Nell Hippel, and myself with Alex Sun as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. <laughs>